a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Be ready, Utah. So when disaster strikes, does your local community have a plan to help you and your neighbors survive? KSL is partnering on emergency preparedness with Be Ready Utah to bring you this information. Really pleased to have Michael Smalden, who's the executive director of the Northern Utah and Southwest Wyoming chapter of the American Red Cross to help us break all of that down. Michael, thanks for joining us on a Friday. No, thanks for having me. Uh, so as we look at this from a community standpoint, uh, what is it that we should be looking to or looking for as it relates to whether it's a community-based neighbor, uh, a community-based organization, a neighborhood organization, or even our businesses? What are some of the things we should be thinking about when it comes to emergency preparedness? Yeah, that's a great question. I think um, we it always starts um, with the individual. Um, so when you're um, working your um, community-based plans and working with organizations um, like uh, CERT and um, with uh, the American Red Cross, um, you always want to make sure that you and your family are, are prepared first. Um, so when an emergency strikes, um, you don't want to add to the, the to the the problem and the issue. So making sure that you have a plan and making sure you have a kit and making sure that you are informed um, of the issues that are happening um, is the first start. Um, to that uh, that problem. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, and we definitely need to, to start individually first because we, we can't rely on everything else. It, it, uh, depending on what the, uh, the emergency is, uh, that help may be hours away, might be days away. And so starting with that uh, family first, those that are living at your household, uh, making sure you've got that plan and things in place there. Uh, so let's kind of broaden it a little bit now and kind of look at the neighborhood and community component to this. What does a, a good community safety plan look like? Yeah, that's working with your, your neighbors. And, um, you know, first it's getting to know your neighbors um, and recognizing, um, you know, their, you know, day-to-day, right? Um but working with your neighbors to create a plan on um, if the evacuate if the neighborhood had to evacuate, where is a good meeting point for everyone to go? Um, if there is a um, to help identify um, if someone is in the home, um, a, a system um, in your neighborhood that is like a color coded system of um, you'll put something red in the window or blue in the window or green in the window, something that all the neighborhood will identify um, that, that the home is clear um, or um, someone needs to go um, knock and check on that door. That's a good first step um, working with your neighbors um, to ensure that um, you're working together um, just to identify if someone is in need um, or there's a possibility of something happen, happening. I, I think another thing too is 
is to to work on a training aspect and that's working with like local cert teams um, and different things like that each um, city or county um, has a cert team and training is super important for you to um, be a part of the problem or be a problem of the solution not the problem so um, going with a local cert team or here with the American Red Cross and getting valuable training um, is always great to help your community um, be more prepared. Um, but when a like a disaster strikes, um, you know the steps to go um, and the things to do next um, instead of um, adding to the problem and wanting to volunteer. Um, we always run into problems with um, event-based volunteers and they're great and they're needed, um, but a prepared here um, is so much better. It can help us move us to the recovery effort uh, after a, a disaster. Uh, that, that's such an important uh, component that you talk about this. Uh, we do have the in the middle of the the crisis volunteers. And yes, you need all of those kinds of people. But often that can end up slowing things down. Uh, and getting in the way of kind of what the plan really is. And so uh, let's look at that on a couple of levels, uh, Michael. First, if you're in a neighborhood or a community that doesn't have any kind of plan, what's a good place to start? I mean, how do you decide who's who's going to be in charge, who's going to lead out on a, on a certain component? Uh, and then how do you make sure you have that plan uh, so that when the crisis does come, you, you actually know what to do. You kind of have that muscle memory in place uh, so everybody can react and do what needs to be done. Yeah, a lot of neighborhoods um, will reach out to their local churches, um, like here in Utah, um, your local wards or um, church congregation. Um, and that's a good start. Whether you're a member of that congregation or not, um, it's a good place because churches are a great meeting place. Um, to meet. Um, and so um, working with your area um, where you live and identifying what church or building um, is nearby you is always a great start. Um, and then um, it's anyone who wants to take um, initiative, right? It's usually the one who is speaking of these things and wants to um, continue making um uh, a community plan in their neighborhood is usually the one who the neighborhood will look to as that leader, um, as they are the one who's taking initiative. So if you're thinking about this and like with your family, like how are we going to be prepared and how are we going to, you know, what happens with the neighborhood if there's a flood or an earthquake or things like that? Um, it's usually a great place for you to start and start looking at those different items and having those conversations with your neighbors and saying, hey, we should meet um, at this church or this building or this area um, if there's a disaster, um, just so that all of our families are accounted for. Um, and then we could start working with local emergency management and first responders um, to see how we can uh, better work to ensure that everyone is safe um, and then add to the recovery process um, kind of moving forward in our community. Fantastic. Michael Smallins, the executive director of the Northern Utah and Southwest Wyoming chapter of the American Red Cross. Michael, thanks for joining us today. Vital information. Yeah, thank you. You've been listening to KSL Emergency Preparedness Series, Be Ready Utah. If you have questions about emergency preparedness and you're not sure where to start, find the answers at beready.utah.gov. We'll step aside for one last commercial break. When we come back, some final thoughts as we roll into the 4th of July weekend. Some interesting insights on where we are as a country and, more importantly, 
Why in the world should we have hope about what comes next? Stay with us. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.